today on the Scott Thompson Show on AM 900 CHML. Uh, we've got lots of people we're going to talk with, uh, including coming up James Campbell, a distinguished professor in the Department of Political Science, University of Buffalo. We'll talk uh, to him coming up after the news at 1230. Alyssa Freeman is with us here now, pris- uh, principal at Alyssa PR Communications, uh, also uh, occasionally does stuff for the Huffington Post, Canada.com, uh, and PR Daily, and is with us now. Hello, Alyssa. How are you today? Oh, my goodness. You know I love to hear your intro, Scott. I'm fine. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't it what you thought it would be, though? You know what? It is, and then, you know, it, it was, and then it wasn't, and then it was. Does that make any sense? No, not really, but go ahead. Okay. Well, first thing I'd like to jump on is the issue of preparedness. And uh, I think that that is what really sort of put the nail in uh, Trump's coffin in this whole debate. And I think that whether you were for him or whether you were totally against him, you you come to a debate, you respect your base, you respect your voters and your populace, and you prepare. You know, when I was watching the CNN aftermath and they had a group of um, Floridians there that were undecided, you know, I would say out of the 20 of them, you know, only four were swayed over to kept on to Trump's side. But of those who were swayed, they said that they were kind of disgusted that he had all this time to prepare yeah. for his debate and then chose not to. You know, when you're a businessman and you think that, okay, listen, I know my stuff. I'm just going to walk into that meeting and do my thing. I honestly think he thought that that was going to be okay for this debate. But at the 30-minute mark, that's when it caught up with him. Yeah, that's exactly my thought entirely, Alyssa. He, he did fine going toe-to-toe for the first uh, few minutes, and then she just eventually wore him out. She killed him with content. You know, they both kind of fell into their their regular roles, uh, I would say, at the outset. The first thing uh, that I noticed that when Hillary made her opening statement, I mean, it was textbook. It was almost too textbook. It looked like she had memorized it. There must have been 50 policy mandates in that. And I'm thinking, whoa, whoa, stop, 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 stop. The last thing that Hillary wants to do is sound like the policy wonk and sort of the untouchable and unrelatable candidate that they're touting her to be. And then Trump comes in, and he be and he's Trump. Yeah. And he's saying, okay, well, no, that's ridiculous. And and to, and then I sort of sat there thinking, uh oh. For the first ten minutes, I really thought, uh oh. <laughs> yeah. But then she did get under his skin, and 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 it was not a secret that she was going to try and do that. Every news report, every yeah. commentator, every pundit was on the TV and the radio and on the web saying. She needs to get underneath his skin. And honestly, I didn't know if that was going to happen. But then she talked about his net worth. And that's when he fell apart. Boy, the whole thing on his uh, tax structure. And, and well, here, let's, let's listen to this clip okay. of Trump on, uh, do you have this, Jacob, on his uh, tax returns? I will release my tax returns against my lawyer's wishes. When she releases her 33,000 emails that have been deleted. He did, uh, he did do a lot of bait and switch, didn't he? He did do a lot of bait and switch, but she also did what we call in the profession block and bridge. And so when he did announce, the, he did come up with the email narrative. She goes, you're right. I made a mistake. I yeah. won't let that happen again. Let's move on. But he couldn't move on. Now, as a seasoned debater would have been able to take that and twist and turn it until the moderator says, okay, you know, uncle, enough. But he is not a seasoned debater. And you can tell by as the debate wore on, he got into what people on social media were starting to call word salad. 
And word salad is just, it's just like a salad. You put a bunch of ingredients into a bowl and you mix it all up. <laughs> well, at the end of the debate, I had no idea what he was saying. I know. He and was. Honestly, I don't yeah. even think he knew what he was saying. Yeah. And I'll tell you one very telling thing, Scott. After a debate, what happens is that the, each candidate has their spin people, and they go into the spin room in front of all the reporters. And what they do is they hit home or try to clarify points that they want clarified so that the news or the reporting sort of goes, goes their way. Well, never in the history of a debate has the actual candidate walked back into the spin room, him or herself, well, it's really just been himself, hasn't it, himself, and tried to make that spin and tried to correct it. And where he wanted to correct it was the notion of federal taxes, whether or whether or not he paid them. And he was even joking. Well, I haven't paid federal taxes yet. Well, that's because I'm smart. Yeah, yeah, that went over like a lead balloon. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play and listen to The Scott Thompson Show weekdays from noon to 3 on AM 900 CHML.